evening, everybody. No, let's not. Let's, not. <laughs> let's try that one again. A little more confident. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Read It and Weep, the podcast about crappy modern fiction. Uh, I'm Alex. I am your host. As always, I am joined by my two most lovely friends in the world. First in the South, Ezra. Welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here on the show. It is great to have you. And of course, <laughs> and of course representing the North, we have Chris. Chris, thanks for being here. Thanks. Uh, it's great to be here. And me and my union boys just love it up here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are, uh, we are looking forward to discussing today the notebook, the movie, all of it. We have all endured it. One of us has endured it twice. And Ooh, yeah. <laughs> just to, just to bring you the joy that we lost. I think in the I think the world there is more joy created than lost overall because only three of us are having to suffer, but possibly the whole world can enjoy. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get into the show. Okay, well, uh, every show we like to start with a compliment and end with a compliment, just like good criticism. It's a compliment sandwich, um, and let's go around. So, Alex, uh, you want to start? Sure, I would love to start. My first one is that James Gardner got a paycheck for this movie. <laughs> oh, that guy deserves more money. He, he deserves paychecks, and I, I think that's awesome. I chose a doctor based on that name. I was like... <laughs> yeah, because his name was James Gardner. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was no like reviews of any of the doctors, so I was like, well, he was good in Maverick. That should be enough. <laughs> he was totally a good doctor, too. <laughs> that worked out. What, what I want to say about this, actually, is this is the second movie in a row where a father has had an unexpectedly great mustache. Ooh. <laughs> are, you, are you sure that was unexpectedly great or unexpectedly fake? No, I did not expect <laughs> to be nearly as good as it was going to be. As, of course, we all know, uh, Charlie in, uh, in Twilight, Bella's dad, had a kick-ass cop mustache. So good. Yeah, this time, uh, Allie's dad has a really, really kick-ass plantation owner's mustache. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it's like it's way too big. It's it's like waxed at the tips. Yeah, it really does curl in on itself, which is so good. Chris, do you have a compliment for us? Yeah, I do. Um, My compliment has to do with something they added in to the movie, um, just as in Twilight, how they added in things to make things make a little more sense. Um, I like that in this version of the story... Noah, our main character, actually has a friend that shows up in the movie. I mean, in the book, there was the old black man. What was his name? Um, Clem? Or no, that was the dog. It's Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Clearly, it was very important. He shows up at the beginning and never shows up again. Mm -hmm. Whereas the friend actually, you know, kind of matters and makes him more of a real person. So I I got two notes on that that are totally good, I think. Okay. One, there are so many different instances of Noah being having black friends. It was like, it happened three different times. It was really crazy. Like, he was dancing with a little black kid at one point. That's true. At his dad's funeral, like, a, a black man just touches his shoulder for no reason. <laughs> and um, he, like, high-fives one of the black orderlies um, while he's um, <laughs> at the nurse's funeral. I remember that. That's, that's a good point. He has only the one black friend in the book, and they, the movie increased that. <laughs> 200% more black friends. Yeah. And, and the other thing was, I mean, so, so his friend is, is E from, uh, from Entourage. Make a note, if you're ever going to be a friend of, uh, of the main character in the movie, don't go to war with him, because you're going to die. <laughs> the war scene was so super, was so glancing to the war. I was like, well, you, sh- you get a uniform, you get sworn in, your buddy dies, it's over. That's all <laughs> war is. 
There was also way more naked man flesh in the swearing in sequence yeah. than I thought there was going to oh, be. Oh, I forgot about that. There was the scene with the danglers. <laughs> Where uh, they're all like being physically inspected and they're just standing in rows, uh, covering their junk with their hands, but otherwise naked. <laughs> so, and... so so, that's that's what war is. It's so one-third being sworn in, one-third being naked, and one-third dying. <laughs> you know, that sounds two-thirds agreeable to me. <laughs> <laughs> just like to get your general opinion are we all agreed that this is better than the book well it's not worse than the book <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i have to share as sentiment uh it, it it was bad yeah i i think the book was also bad i think it was as bad of a movie as the book was a book <laughs> i think maybe one of the reasons i think it's better than the book is because it was so much shorter and that's not fair and had pretty-looking actors, and, you know, had a score. Also, this, there was much more nudity in this. Yeah. Yeah, much more Rachel McAdams' side boob. I did yeah. see the side boob. Actually, I make a note of that. <laughs> I can tell you the time of side boob if you want to get I it. I think you should, just for in case anyone wants to go find it. Yeah, let me find that. Hold on one second. Okay, uh, 81 minutes, 50 seconds, side boob. <laughs> At some point, I would like to get a scan of your notes. And publish them <laughs> as they are. I just. Oh yeah, you yeah, know you're welcome to. Um, actually, there, I have a, a related note. Twenty-eight minutes, forty seconds. Awkward boob grope. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that's different uh, in the movie than the book is that the movie spends a, a great deal more time on the the young kind of teenage romance between the two characters, Noah and Allie, um, that gets rekindled, um, and that's kind of the main plot point of the book and and what happens in the book. And so we get a lot more teenage love. And in the book, it's only three weeks. In the movie, it's a summer. And you get a lot more, like, flirting and making out against walls and uh, yeah. awkward boob groping that was, like, <laughs> two hands all at once, which was kind of weird. I uh, I liked – I didn't find that awkward at all. I found that to be excellent. The, the boob grope? Boob grope? I, yeah, I thought that was a very appropriate boob grope. And he didn't tease. He didn't, like, well, I'm going to – I'm going to – go on the stomach and see how she reacts it's just like he didn't he didn't test the water at all he said i know that i'm going to get boob grope and then he did uh yeah and one of the things that's also different about Allie is in the book she has very little personality and in the movie she's um fucking crazy <laughs> she's crazy the thing is, they live life really intensely they fight a lot but they also are crazy about each other physically and you know she's just kind of she's a little nuts and what's I mean, and he starts out you think he's a little nuts but he's just kind of charming and she's crazy she was she was a great manic pixie southern dream girl I thought <laughs> manic pixie southern dream girl yeah because you know, there's the manic pixie dream girl that happens in like uh, you know like garden state or like um uh, eternal sunshine uh, you know it's like this girl who's like you know, crazy but like hot and like you know she's just you know she's perfect and and crazy <laughs> and but but southern this time I, I i'd like to play a clip for you now of just how crazy she is please don't do this you don't mean it oh hell well if you're gonna do it why wait until the summer ends huh why don't you just do it right now Come on! Come on! Do it! 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 Do it!
coconut bar. We come on. This is just a fight we're having, and tomorrow to be like it never happened, right? She starts like crying, and then she goes, "No, I'm not gonna cry." And then she throws him against the truck and starts hitting him and screaming, and then she stops and starts crying again. It is psychotic. Yeah. And she's slapping him, and he's a gentleman, so he's not slapping her back. He's slapping his own cheeks. Yeah, he starts slapping his own face. Oh, it's it's so awful. I mean, we complained right in the in the book a lot that the characters are too perfect, and the fact that I think they're both unlikable in the movie maybe that's a different. <laughs> that's, kind that's, of, that's, that's a different approach. At, at least it's something, right? <laughs> I can think of several things that are better about this than the, than the book. Okay, one, that, that's a good thing to talk about. Okay, so one, the book actually does have a sequel, and I like what? that it left. Yeah, this what? Uh huh. No, it's called oh, the that wedding. makes me so angry. It is called the wedding, I believe. Ah! Um, and what I just want to about. Uh, well, it's a wedding, but I just want to thank this movie for cutting off any possibility of a sequel. <laughs> So that was another smart move. Okay, so we've made we've made uh, some allusion to it twice. Let's talk about that. The the one of the very glaring differences between the book and the movie is that the movie or sorry, the book ends with them as we played in the podcast previously, the two old people in the nursing home getting ready to screw. In yes. the process of screwing. Uh in the movie it ends with them dying. It actually, it's funny enough, it actually is the same ending, just one last 30 seconds longer than the other. <laughs> <laughs> I Well, I, I'm of the opinion, I think, that I prefer the death ending because the old people screwing was so horrifying <laughs> that I thought, it's probably better for the world that they be dead than having <laughs> sex. <laughs> is that unfair? It's a little unfair. <laughs> It was, I mean, and I don't, I don't want to say old people can't screw. I'm in completely in favor of old people screwing. It's the when it's described to me by a really old narrator, it was scarring. It was. It was so <laughs> it hurtful. Was. I. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'd prefer they just hold hands. Yeah. And lie there peacefully next to each other, squeezed into a, a single bed, and that's just fine. You know, that's that's a good way to go. Why, why, okay, so besides the reason that the sex was a little gross, why would why did they do that? Why did they have them done? They have no other seeming health problems. She has Alzheimer's, but is healthy as a horse, and he's had some heart problems, but all of a sudden looks fully recovered. They just um, hold hands and die. It's a really funny moment because because the the conversation before that is, dude. Do you think our, our love can, can perform miracles? Yes, of course it can perform miracles. Our love can do anything. Okay, let's use it to die. And then they die, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Implying the two miracles of she beats Alzheimer's and then they die at the same moment. Yeah, no, if, you, if it can actually do anything, how about go back to when you're young, right? <laughs> That's a good thing, too. If the miracle is you can look like Rachel McAdams for the rest of your life, well, I think that's a miracle well served. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, we, you guys are being really, really intensely optimistic. I mean, why can't the miracle just be it beats Alzheimer's for an entire week instead of just for 15 minutes? Why, why, can't, she, why can't their love perform the simple miracle of making him not have angina? I think it just it just says exactly how crazy she is because her choice of miracle was to die and become a a bird. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. what she wanted to do. 
the book made some mentions, passing mentions of, of reincarnation. In the movie, it ends with them dying and then some birds flying away as if their soul, the miracle was their souls jumped into bird souls. <laughs> but also, also there, there, there's Christianity in the movie that wasn't in the book. In the, in, in the movie, he says, there is a place where science ends and God begins. But in the, so in the movie, he believes in, in God more than science. And I don't think God puts your soul into birds. Um, not if you did a good job, I think. But you know, if you're if you're crazy, yeah, you end up in birds. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not giving you another human body. I learned my lesson. You are a bird now. Are there a, are there a lot of Christian reincarnationists? Doesn't that sort of skip heaven, bypass yeah. it for a lot more, having a thirty second memory and eating seaweed for all day and no bowel control? That is my heaven. <laughs> Being able to poop while flying. Oh my god. <laughs> I have uh, this is not the full notebook game like last week but I have a a new version this is this is the new notebook game Chris some theme music please da 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 it's the notebook the movie revised game okay (laughs) (laughs) sweet all right here's how the notebook the movie the revised game works this is a one round game and we're all going to play because there is no empirically right answer okay. at minute 2607 for those playing along at home everybody's at a dinner party with Allie's parents Noah is meeting them for like the first or second time they're at a large outdoor dinner party and Allie's father stands up and tells a joke oh, yeah. but we don't hear the beginning of the joke we hear the end of the joke. So the way the notebook, the movie, the revised game is going to work is we're going to write the opening to that punchline. Here's the end of his joke. Little bug goes, Daddy, I don't understand. He goes, well, in theory, we're both millionaires, but in reality, we live with a bunch of holes. <laughs> so um, I actually have... know the, the, pun, the, the setup for this joke. You do? Yeah. How? I, I've heard the joke before. Oh. Okay, so the way this game is going to work, as, as you know the answer then, apparently there is an empirically right answer. <laughs> you hang mm-hmm. on to that. Chris and I are both going to take 15 seconds to write our introductions, and then you are going to judge ba- based on what is closest to the actual truth. All right, Chris, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first because mine's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> mine's not going to be very good either. All right. So two chickens are hanging out in the hen house. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that both of these roosters have devised a system by which they can bet on the corn futures and thereby gain control of the very farm that they're being raised in. <laughs> While smoking their chicken cigars and congratulating themselves, the first rooster goes to the other. Well, my boy, I feel like we've done it. We've finally bought our freedom from this hellish place. And the second chicken goes, well, we're both millionaires, but in reality, we live with a bunch of whores. See? Because they live with a bunch of hens that lay eggs. That are professional. Yeah, they actually do sleep with other chickens because that's their job. Yeah, that's their job. Good okay. job. Uh, nice, nice work. Let's get an applause for yeah. that. <laughs> Happy. 
Thanks, you're too kind, you're too kind. Um, okay. <laughs> Mine's gonna be worse. Okay, so there are these two rowboats. <laughs> and a pun really Alex <laughs> the two rowboats are, are sitting in the dock and there's and one of them says you know I have collected a lot of change that has fallen out of people's pockets while they were rowing me and the other one and then the other rowboat says you know I have to I have it all saved up in the bank I have tons and tons of money I feel great about it and the other one goes yeah well I mean in theory we're both millionaires but in reality we live with a bunch of wars Oh. <laughs> My joke for the game is a pun on what the punchline is to the actual joke. Yeah. So meta. We're like the commentary to the aristocrats. Yeah. All right. Now, as okay. now, please to be presenting the truthful, actual answer. What is the setup of this joke? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I got this from this, this is from the website because I like their wording. Okay. Um. A young lad approaches his father with the question, what's the difference between fact and theory? Dad tells the boy it's difficult to explain, but he can demonstrate it to him. He then tells the lad to ask his mother and sister if they would go to bed with Brad Pitt for $500,000. The boy does as instructed and reports back to the dad that both mom and sis said they would. Well, there you have it, son, Dad said. In theory, we're millionaires, but in reality, we're living with a bunch of horrors. Oh! <laughs> All right, so so as now that you've said, told us the actual joke, who do you think of the two of us was closer to that answer for 500 points and the game? Uh, I'm gonna have to say it was Chris since he he really meant you know the word horror and you didn't. Yeah, I think he's absolutely right, Chris. That makes you two weeks in a row wow. the winner of the wow. notebook game. And, you know, one of them was a joke about chickens. So <laughs> well deserved. <laughs> Da-da-da! Da-da-da! It's the Notebook the Movie revised game. Okay. It's time, it's time for our occasional recurring segment, at least any time that there's a movie involved. Led mostly by Ezra, it is time for a lightning bonus round! Lightning bonus round. Okay, so our introduction of Allie is uh, at pretty much 5 minutes, 46 seconds, when she's on the bumper cars, getting pounded in slow motion from behind by another guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Right after that, she's on the, on the Ferris wheel, mm-hmm. and uh, Noah Calhoun uh, comes up, grabs onto the... Uh, actually, it's, it's a pretty sick move on the whole. He, he comes onto the carriage or whatever. He says, hi, I'm Noah Calhoun. And the guy next to Allie says, who is this guy? And she's like, I don't know, it's Noah Calhoun. <laughs> right after that, uh, he, uh, Noah you know, hangs off the, the edge of the, uh, of the Ferris wheel to get her to go to a date, which I think is the absolute best way to get someone to, to like you is to try to die. <laughs> it's like holding a gun to your head. I mean, like, it's pretty much the same thing. You know, yeah. you know, we were making fun of Allie earlier for showing a lot of crazy, but this was Noah's real crazy moment, and it seems totally out of character with him the rest of the movie, but he's, their relationship starts when he threatens to commit suicide if she won't go out on a date with him. That's a red flag. <laughs> I'd agree with you there. Um, I think it's just that Noah uses up all of his crazy and all of his interesting in the first 20 minutes of the movie, and then he's shot. <laughs> I think that's true. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Okay, right after... Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Right after bonus that. Round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Please continue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. At uh, minute 17 and uh, 45 seconds, Noah starts kind of trying to sing, but he doesn't really have any tunes, so he's just beatboxing really badly. Um... <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus. Okay. Um, when uh, when Noah brings Ali over to uh, to his dad's place uh, to meet him, his dad's just totally cock blocking him the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> no, he dances with her later. I mean, he's really. It, I felt like the dad was kind of into Ali. Yeah. It, it was pretty great. He was like, yeah, you know. Uh, Noah used to stutter, and and oh, Al, you're so pretty. Noah didn't say you were so pretty. <laughs> may I may I have have this dance? My son is a little too stupid, but uh, I think you're right up my alley. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm right up your alley. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Lane bonus round. Lane bonus round. Um, okay, let's see. Moving on. Oh, right, so there's this great, like, repeated thing that kept on happening in, in the movie where just people, like, whenever they want something to happen, they just keep on yelling it at the other person. So yeah. there's this, um, this part, you know, 22 minutes. Uh, Say I'm a bird. No. Don't do it. Say I'm a bird. Stop it. Stop it now. You're a bird. And then at, uh, at 24 minutes... Get in the water, baby. Baby, would you get in? Get in the water! I can't go! Get in the water! And then, uh, <laughs> and then when, uh, uh, at minute 42, when they're breaking up, no, just, you know, they just keep on saying, Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Wow. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Okay, um, so if you wanted to ever play the notebook drinking game, Here's when you drink. <laughs> Anytime someone slaps someone, yes, yes. Right, take a drink. If uh, someone repeats something over and over again, you take a drink. Anytime issues of Southern class come into play, take a drink. <laughs> uh, anytime someone takes off clothes, take a drink. Mm. Anytime you make out in a new place, take a drink. <laughs> anytime Noah gets along well with a black person, take a drink. <laughs> Anytime you think Allie is, is more crazy than she's worth, take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drunk by now. Yeah. Um, those, are the, those, are main important, those are the main important ones. Here's the way the notebook drinking game works. Get really drunk before the movie starts, and then don't watch it anyway. <laughs> Hang out with your friends and enjoy life. <laughs> it's a good game. Lightning bonus round. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Okay, I think I'm, I'm wrapping up here. Oh, right. So, one of the introduction moments of uh, of the suitor's character, James Marsden, um, he's just in the business setting, right? And we don't actually know what he does. We have no idea, um, even though in, in, the, in the book he was a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. But um, we have no idea what he does in the movie. And all he says is just, where are we at, guys? Where are we at? 89? Great. Up from 85. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> so he could be a uh, 
He could be one of a million professions. He could be a grower of giant crops, and he's speaking in inches for corn stalks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he could be a, his, a competitive penny stacker, and he's very <laughs> proud of his recent four-piece move. And he has a business that like has a team of engineers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, or uh, yeah, or a competitive Jenga player. That was how many blocks they've removed from a uh, tower of <laughs> lightning bonus round. Lightning, lightning bonus round. Compliment sandwich the other bun. It is time. Who? would like to close out the compliments. The last time we're going to talk about the notebook, hopefully as long as we live. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go. You know, Rachel McAdams is pretty easy on the eyes, and it was it was pretty okay watching her be crazy. No <laughs> doubt. In the book, I didn't think there was anything to like about Allie. There was definitely some things to like about Rachel McAdams. She just has amazing bone structure and got shoulders up naked a lot, which was kind of fun. None of those things to like are personality-based. And, you know, actually, I've got a double compliment. The rare double compliment. Joan Allen has the neck of a 25-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> As, do you want last dibs, or do you want me to take it? No, I, I, I can do either, man. I got a couple. Okay, well, my, my final compliment for the notebook... As we indicated during this this conversation, the screenwriters used only about 3% of the book in making a new movie. And that was a wise choice. <laughs> Ezra? Uh, okay, I think I got a couple ones. Mm-hmm. One, I'm just going to say that, honestly, I did not hate Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. Really? You didn't hate Ryan Gosling in this movie? I thought he was pretty hateable. In no, this I've hated people way worse than him. Like, I, Look, here, that's what I want to say, all right? Coming off of Twilight, I think Rachel McAdams is so much better than uh, than Bella and uh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, thank you. And um, and yeah, Ryan Gosling is much much better than British guy. No question. No question. I, I'm completely with you. So I mean, for that, they have set the bar higher for the next shitty movie we watch. Right, but the baseball bar was set a lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I think the the quote. The quote that makes the movie okay for me, right? If there's anything that redeeming, you know, of a, a single line, um, I'll just play this for you guys. You're trying to kill me, woman. I need rest. I need food so I can regain my strength. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he needs a sandwich, and that's how I felt after finishing this this uh, this shitty book and movie comp. <laughs> is you're killing me? I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I can't take this much of you. I need a sandwich. <laughs> that's exactly it. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to Read It Weep. We look forward to being back with you next week. Sorry we're about a day late on this one. We should be on time again next week. We will be talking about the first couple of discs of Confessions of a Shopaholic. If you do want to put yourself through that audiobook, you can find a link where we get, you know, a couple bucks if you buy the book through one of the links on our page, read-weep.com. 
thank you everybody for joining us Ez thank you so much such a pleasure and Chris always awesome to get to watch this with you as well as talking about it well completely likewise my friends I will see you both very soon thank you everybody good night good night, good night. Thanks for checking out this episode of Read It and Weep. You can find more episodes on our website, readweep.com. That's read-weep.com. And you can send us feedback at our email address. It's podcasts at readweep.com. So I'm going to actually take off my headset for 15 seconds. I will be right back. Hey, Ez. What do you really think of Alex? Oh, I think he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, me too. Isn't he great? He is great. He's going to like this later when, when he listens to it. Yeah. Hey, hey, Alex in the future, how's it going? Good job. You're doing a great job editing. Yeah, thanks for editing this, buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah. Don't, don't make it so you're the only one that's on the final cut. Yeah, that, 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 we hate that. Yeah. But you're doing a great job still. Yeah. It's not criticism. Uh, it's a little, but not much. Not really. No. Not in a way that's like, not like in a catty way. More like, more like we'd love you. Yeah. More like, yeah, we'd love you and we'd like this to improve, please. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Hey, Alex. Hey, guys.